So this Ooh, is a here we go. interesting Boom. concoction. Okay. This is a Pepsi and Jameson. Pepsi and Jameson. It's what we had. Clinky. Ooh. Clinky. There oh, it is. God. Oh. He filled it up right to the brim. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Mm. That's a fun thing to do at the office. Oh, oh that's strong. A lot of Jameson at the ah, top. Happy Sunday. <laughs> Man, that's what I do with coffee at the office. Oh, that sometimes. did not that did not mix well. No, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's in it. I mean, how do I? I there's no way to stir it now. My, I don't know. Whatever. Just don't it. <laughs> what do you do? I was just a lot stronger on my throat Ooh. than I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> oh, that. <clears throat> yeah. All right. We're we're back. Ah, uh, we're in it. Oh, we're back with you, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the opposite oh, yeah. of important. You didn't say it with me that time. Opposite. It was sad. Opposite. That's what we did last oh, time. Yeah. Welcome to the opposite. opposite of important. Oh, I stopped. Boom, boom, my bad. Boom, boom, boom. How was your weekend, sir? Uh, pretty smooth. I like. I it. mean, uh, usually Saturdays are kind of my like, uh, you know. I wish I had something to look forward to on Friday nights, but I just don't anymore. Well, I mean, Saturday like, should be the day that's like you got nothing. Like there's there you yeah. don't have anything the next day. You didn't really have to do too much the night before. That's your like twenty four hour period yeah. where it depends on what I'm doing because it's like you know uh, bare minimum. I got to do laundry and I got to touch up the house. Yeah, like and i know that takes a few hours sometimes 2 3 hours maybe depending on the whole you know dishes and laundry just yeah. the whole shebang so i got to usually abide my time wisely whether i do that saturday or sunday mm-hmm. so but then it's like i get so tired out i don't know this is what people in their 30s talk about um <laughs> don't i know it it's like i don't know i just get so tuckered out from the week that like i didn't roll out of bed until 11:30 today on on saturday on saturday nice so it was like I kind of felt a little like I part of me was like I earned it and should just rest up, you know. But the other part was like I have to get this shit done. I have to get yeah, like just for my own mental health. Well, yeah, you're gonna have shit that you need to get done. But I've I've had that exact same feeling whether it be the morning or at night. And I know you know it's it's the weekend. Granted, I still have to work. I have to go into the bar and all that. But there's there's times where. I'm thinking to my, I, you know, I'm just relaxing and I'm thinking to myself, I need to do this. I need to do this. And I just have to tell myself, stop it. Like True. you've, you've, you've earned the chance <laughs> to just, just stay breathe. here for either the remainder of the morning or the remainder of this evening. Yeah. And sometimes and that's that. Sometimes I'll uh, push it a little bit to like, it, I don't know. I had a hard time waking up. You yeah. know, I was awake. It was just like the cats were bugging me and fighting, so I didn't really get a full night's rest yeah. kind of thing. And then uh, there are some times where I just spend maybe it's 10, 11, 12, now it's 1, and I'm like, I'm finally just mentally waking up. Yeah. You know, and I might be flipping around on YouTube, Netflix, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then I move my chores where I'm like, okay, fine. At this point, I'll move my chores to like tonight. 
And sometimes on a Saturday night, I'll stay up till 10 cleaning the house. 10, 11, you know, and then like, I'll just... Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that, but it's just kind of a different, like, I'll just chill a little bit after around 10 and just kind of like, all right, all right. I finally, it's clean. I'm happy. I don't, I don't want things to be different, obviously, but I sometimes envy you that you have that opportunity just just on any given night. And it may become repetitive, monotonous, whatever, when every night, you know, it's just you and the cats chilling. Mm-hmm. But God, if I, I get could, it. If I you could, know? you know, and I don't I don't want my family to like go anywhere. But but like maybe just I don't know, go to the go to the you know, Becky go to her parents with the kids, you know, on it. It it they do do that occasionally now that things um everyone's kind of on the same level as far as covid is concerned mm-hmm. within the within the family so we know that they haven't really gone anywhere and they know the situation that that we're in and obviously if there's anybody to be worried about it would it would most likely be me from going to the bar mm-hmm. but but I try to be safe about that mm-hmm. and also in the scenario I would not be going out there but the problem is that when they do go out there, it's on the nights that I'm not home, yeah, and I'm right. at work. So uh, I never, I never get those times where it, it, with the exception of when everybody goes to bed, but then it's after ten or ten thirty yeah. at night, and that's when the clock just fucking goes. keeps keeps rolling. Yeah, and it, it's like it's going faster the yeah. later it gets. It's like, uh, and I'm, I'm telling you, I feel like I get twenty minutes between, like, between midnight. And two o'clock in the morning or one thirty, depending upon the night. That's typically when I end up <laughs> passing out. But I, I'm telling you, it feels like 20 minutes. Yeah. Like that. That's all I'm getting. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. And I don't know what the hell is causing that time suck because I'm plenty awake. You know, it's not like I'm dozing off and the time's going by faster. It's just I'm trying to cram in all this stuff. Yeah. And and every time I look at the look at the clock, it it's like a half hour's gone by. Yeah. It's crazy. And I realize it would be a different story if like I I know I don't have kids. I gotta take this soccer practice and you know, all yeah. that things where it's like, Well, I was gonna do this tonight, but this has to happen and meh, you know. Yeah. I when it comes to soccer and things like that with the kids, for the most part, I'm on board with it. But when it requires soccer is the worst because it's starting to get cold. Yeah. And it, it we've got this field out here. It's oh, wind, out windy as shit. Yeah. Like, There's I don't no want, trees. I don't want to be out there. Like, <laughs> I, I love my son. I want to be out there to support him. But that is fucking miserable. I yeah. hate it. There's no trees out there. It's just like wind. It's on the outskirts of town. Yeah. It's like uh <laughs> we need a we need an indoor facility for soccer is what we need. There's that or we just need covers on the bleachers. Like yeah. make it a smidge I'm, out there warmer. there's there aren't any bleachers. I mean, that's what I'm saying is yeah. you got to like build it and they will come. You know, <laughs> but like <laughs> Where, where'd you hear that one? <laughs> um, I think it was in Forbes, but uh, I think <laughs> but you know, it's why can't you make bleachers that have like covers over them so that way yeah. the adults kind of feel a little bit more like comfortable? Yeah. Why the hell not? Make them movable, depending mm-hmm. on like what games are going on, multiple games or whatever. That is what I'm See? saying. We're gonna we're Get gonna talk out. about some hard hitting topics here, Joe. Yes, and I'm I feel like I know where you're at on this, but I I was hearing other people talk about this and and thinking about it to myself, and you are well aware 
as are the listeners of this uh, fine, fine production we call a podcast. Audio programming. The audio programming. I know. <laughs> um, I don't have a lot of people in my circle slash on Facebook. I mean, there's more on Facebook, more than zero on Facebook, hey. I can tell you. But a lot of them have been silenced either through unfollow or remove as friend or whatever, all that those weird bullshit terms mm, yeah. on Facebook. But what do you do now if you have somebody that is even close to you on Facebook, like just a Facebook friend, if they are the type of person that is still invested in QAnon or anything related to that? At what point... Do you just not communicate anymore? You know, I mean, it depends on the level. I mean, if it's something that's uh, it's in your feed way too much, there's nothing wrong with saying, like, I want to mute you for 30 days. You know, you're not unfriending them. You can still message them if you choose to or whatever. Uh, but you wouldn't see their posts for a month, and that might give you a little mental break. And then maybe a month from now, it might be a little different story. I don't know. Do I need a mental break or do I just need... Or you can just do it and a be like... A forever break. You can do that too. Because... I don't know who this person is you oh, speak don't, of. Oh, don't get me wrong. <laughs> I know I know that I can do it. I know yeah. that you can do it. Everybody can, you can do, do it. it. But, but at what point do you just let it be known, I'm not going to tolerate this bullshit? And at what point, especially with everything that's happened, Mm -hmm. right? And that's kind of what I was saying after the insurrection on the Capitol that I didn't think, and slowly but surely, a lot of other people started saying this same thing, even though immediately after uh, the 6th, people were freaking out about what was going to happen around inauguration around that day or potentially on that day which is why they dialed up all the all the forces mm-hmm. to make sure that everything was covered. Ugh. But I thought to myself, self, <laughs> after this happened, right? Checking A- in. After this after this happened, who would be crazy enough to go out and like charge in on some place mm-hmm. when they have seen and heard what is happening to the people that did this? Yeah. However, we know very well that there's a lot of people that still find a lot of the points in uh, QAnon and in uh, the Proud Boys and all of that. They, they, th- there's some of those people that still find some of those things valid, Ugh. right? Okay. Yeah, it, like yeah. even after everything, with how with how bad it got, with how disgusting it was, and then after the fact, like at first we didn't hear everything. At first, we didn't know exactly what was being said, but then there ended up being recordings inside the Capitol. And you hear what these people were saying to each other and what they were planning on doing. And the scary part was thinking about had they gotten their hands on somebody, whether it be Pelosi or or AOC. Yeah. yeah, The no-name guy. (laughs) What would have happened... I mean, and and then you still have people out there that believe this shit about the the child sex trafficking and all of it, all of it. And 
there's still people that are holding on to it. And if you happen to have anybody like that in the in the midst of your Facebook friends, you know, what what's the what's the best way to send that message other than I'm not going to no way. Yeah, I'm not going to I want no part of this. Yeah, I don't want you to feel like I support you in any way. Like, do you and I'm not asking to name names, but do you feel like you might have anybody on Facebook that's like that? Uh, not that I know of. I mean, good. I haven't seen any posts that say this information and you're like, really? You know, right. I mean, there's stuff that you don't agree with. Here you know there. what I, you know what I heard? And this applies to everyone. If you go on and I, this makes sense, but I never heard it articulated, uh, quite so frankly, if you want to know who the potential crazies are, you look up somebody on Twitter or Facebook, who you vehement, vehemently disagree with, that you cannot stand their views for uh, a number of reasons. And you go to their particular page because the way that social social media is set up is they will tell you what friends you have in common mm-hmm. with this person in, yeah. in an attempt to try to get you to follow them. Yeah. That's how you can find them. Well, that's one. Yep. Well, I, I remember um, kind of 2016. got to fish them out. 2016 was different because someone posted, uh, go to Donald Trump's page, and okay. then you can be fr- people who are, you know, follow Donald Trump. Friends who follow Donald Trump is a tab on his page. Yeah. And then you could see everyone that you could. So I didn't think it was fair because they did the same thing with Biden. They put, you know, 2016, they put Trump versus Hillary. So you'd go to each other's pages. You, you'd find that maybe less people were following Hillary or something. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing happened with with uh, 2020 was, we'll go to his page, go to his page. How many how many of your friends follow Donald Trump? You know, mm-hmm. versus versus Biden, and it's like, well, to be fair, he was in. I was following Donald Trump when he was on Celebrity Apprentice, so that's not really a fair thing. I don't follow him, but mm-hmm. like at the time, yeah, I did because he was a part of entertainment and not politics. And we we've talked about this before. I found the show entertaining, yeah, but the entire time, years that I watched that show, he was a loose it, cannon. I thought he was the biggest fucking piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> but, that's why you watched it. That's why it was yeah. fun. But he thought he was getting respect. Yeah, no, Hard you're that. a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, it was and just... everybody else on this show is better than you. Yeah, because they're playing, they're playing for their charity mm-hmm. and trying to get money from you, which is admirable. Which is respectable, but you know, yeah. then you fucking fire somebody because they said that somebody else on the team did a good job. Like, well, like, why didn't you say you did a good job? Yeah, that's what I. He was a you loose are cannon. Tre- you're a tremendous piece of yeah, shit. Yeah, he's a loose cannon, and that's why we tuned in. And it was it was contained, and we didn't oh really have to worry about it. It was God. just it was once a week, and we didn't have to worry about it. You mm-hmm. know, um, but you know that was the weird argument that they're like, well, see, there's more people on Trump's page, and yeah. uh, he's gonna win. He's gonna win. I and it's am... like, well, no, Hillary wasn't in entertainment. He, you know. <laughs> It wasn't a fair argument. I, think. I wonder, and I can't remember if I talked to you about this outside of the podcast or not. I feel like maybe I did. I wonder how big of a reach that documentary that was on Hulu had, the Hillary doc. Oh, that came out 
recently. Right. Yeah. It, I think it was, it was like, like last year or something like that. It was like several episodes <clears throat> in it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, six or so? I- International six or seven? Women's yeah. Day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that definitely shined a different light on her. Yeah. You know, mom, grandma, but telling the stories of her upbringing and the marriage and what they dealt with during uh, Bill's presidential years. And I feel like even me, somebody that liked her that you know i wasn't like a hardcore supporter but i i did like her Mm -hmm. um i liked her even more afterwards so i wonder if something like that had come out prior to her election i'm not sure they would let it because you don't think so well they're very you know like people in that anything that anything that would make her look better no no what i'm saying is like people in that realm they're very in tune with like what's fair. So if you come out with like a four hour documentary on the good things of Hillary Clinton, you better come out with something that's a good thing about your opponent to kind of, you know, cause I would imagine people would think that that would, well, be, that doesn't make any sense. It does. I mean, like, <laughs> you but, know, you, but if, if you have but, a commercial, it's only so, you know, well, let's put aside the politics of Hulu. Sure, okay. Yeah, yeah. Like I understand what you're saying, but a filmmaker decided to contact Clinton yeah. and say, hey, I would like to do this. Because like cover this. I, I, I don't know for certain. I wasn't there, but I don't think it was necessarily her idea. Yeah, I'm sure that somebody originally yeah. went to her and said, I would like to tell your story. And granted, part of the story was losing the election and going yeah. through all of that oh, stuff. Yeah. But if something had come out like a a documentary about her upbringing and all of the stuff that she fought for you know, uh, as an up and coming politician. Yeah. Yeah. College uh, student. All yeah. The works like yeah. hat. Would that make a difference? But I, I understand what you're saying yeah. that it would need to be balanced, but I don't necessarily agree because let's say, for example, if Hulu, if the, the people that run Hulu, I don't know who those people are, but if they leaned left and sure. they're like, no, 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 we'll put this out there. Yeah. And then if somebody came to them with a Trump doc, they could be like, nah, Neck, yeah, you know, just just like Netflix. Yeah. You know, yeah, we're not not interested. Yeah, that could be it. Because I don't know if you listen to the opposite of important podcast, but I've heard that he's a tremendous piece of shit. Ah, weird. <laughs> um, that was a good one. And it was kind of interesting how they like isolated everyone. So it was like just Hillary talking, mm-hmm. just Bill, just even Monica too. You would have thought we were in a pandemic when they filmed it. Uh-huh. <laughs> it but I think that offered the opportunity. You know, to just speak candidly without having your spouse right there, like, okay, let's talk Monica Lewinsky. Like, uh, okay, you know, here we go. But now, Um, but now it's on the record. Well, it is, and and it's and it's on her terms as far as her discussing it. So there's no like back and forth with like the spouse of like, yeah, you know. But that that was the biggest thing that I was curious about in watching that was seeing what Bill had to say because once I saw that they were interviewing Bill for it, there was no way that they could get away with not having him talk about it. Yeah, because that was the biggest thing. And I think he had a great presidency. Yeah. Uh, You know, the country was making money. We were in the black. We weren't really at war. Mm -hmm. And if you you take out... What's one bad thing that happened in his presidency that did not involve Monica Lewinsky? Yeah. That's a hard argument. I... I get it. You know, it's like... I mean, I'm sure there's things, yeah, but, yeah. you know, if we were to dive in. But for the most part, yeah. Yeah. He was a good president. And, yeah. and he got even more respect afterwards. Yeah. 
Kind of like it took it took took George a little bit longer, it was like, <laughs> but, but people started to yeah. to love him as well. It's just bizarro because it's like, man, I can't believe I've met these people that I'm watching. You know, because I've met oh, right. Hillary several yeah. times, I've seen Bill, and I've met Chelsea, and it's just like, whoa, you know, yeah. Um, but like, there's stuff that like we haven't seen for a while. Like we've never seen. Uh, you know, that was the pressures of Hillary. I'm sorry we're making this into fucking political stuff. But anyway. Um, but, uh, most of these people have been here before. I'm um, sure. But like, We're not going to talk about politics the whole time, <laughs> but this is just something I brought yeah, up. But we've never seen uh, like an active separation of a president and first lady yeah. in office. I mean, that was probably the closest it got, but like we've never seen it. Like she's packing up her shit and moving out, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever the case might be. Actually, yeah. it probably would be the other way around. Yeah. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> you go find another oval office. Like, okay. Oh, okay. All right. It's like, <laughs> I guess. So I don't know. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, it's, that was a fun doc mm-hmm. to kind of work through and be like, Oh boy. It's like, I was just it made me wonder if something like that would have come out prior if it, if people would have looked at her in a different light because I know that there was a lot of I think the story at the time was there was a lot of women that weren't on board with her yeah. and and people that saw her as something that she really wasn't mm-hmm. But that's because they got an idea in their head. Yeah. And other people piggybacked off of that. She was very divisive. And that's yeah. why, you know, you have the women vote because you're a woman, typically. And there's women out there that are like, why didn't you, why didn't you leave your husband? You know, and then there's other women that are like, I'm so like good for you for sticking with it. You know, so everybody's like, got a fucking opinion. So, yeah, you, you're splitting your, your, uh, your group there. Uh, but I, you know, I think, uh, like I was a pretty hardcore supporter of her. It was fun to meet her. Here I mean, there. I voted for her, but yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't hardcore. Yeah, but I, sh- I should have been more she, outspoken. We I, should have had a podcast then. Yeah, I think she was just a little <laughs> bit mm, entitled. Like she didn't. I think she was relying on the name that people know the Clintons, people know Hillary, but she wasn't really going out nearly as much as Trump was. I guess she, I didn't get. The, I didn't get that vibe from her. She was going out, but not nearly as much as Trump was. And well, and I think, I think that's, she just kind of assumed. I, I mean, a lot of people assumed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. If you remember, yeah. Think about this shit that he was saying. Yeah, like in the primaries they, they, too. They, well, and they even covered the whole Billy Bush mm-hmm. tape, mm-hmm. and you know, and she's like, "How can people get behind? How can anybody view this type of person as presidential?" Right. And it just so happened to be that there is a large population of the there United is, States. But I'm not sure. Like, uh, again, you can even take it a further back that it's like we wouldn't have had Trump if we didn't have Obama. Yeah. Because it's like we move anytime that we move to like a little bit more liberal platform, there's a huge backlash. Right. Well, I think we really wouldn't have. Trump without Obama because yeah. of all the shit that Obama yes. talked about. Yeah, Trump. at the dinner and everything. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think he wanted it to be, I don't think he actually wanted to be president. I think he wanted to make it into a publicity stunt, yeah. do Trump TV. And then he just, like, oh, I guess I got to do this now. But, uh-huh. you know, I think he was addicted to winning and not like 
He, I don't think he was running to win. All I do is win, yeah. win, win, no matter what. He was running to win. He wasn't running for president. Yeah. Like, I think that's what it was. I know? I agree yeah, with you. Like, 100%. <laughs> okay. He was in, and it was all, like, pageantry. Mm-hmm. You know? That's all that he knows. Yeah. Is, like, Even he, like this he just summer, wants to look like a badass. When he, like, you know, uh, whatever city it was in, where uh, there was protesters, and then he sent the police force to, like, shoo them away and there's yeah. a riot and then he gets in front of the church with an upside down bible for a photo op mm-hmm. and then he skips oh you know God. like that was so fucking yeah stupid. it's just like <laughs> then he signs it it's like, like <laughs> put aside all of the you know the the soldiers or the 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 forces that were pushing yeah the people back and causing potential harm to them with that aside that was just the dumbest fucking photo. <laughs> Let's go into it. Like, what is the what are you? Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, yeah. it looks like it looks like the man version of the woman holding, like burning the bra. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, at a at a pro, like, but you're holding a but. Why? Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> what when is he this? He started signing them. He would oh. sign a Bible and then oh throw it out God. into the crowd. Oh my God! So somewhere out there, there's a Bible signed by Trump. I want like, it. Go to eBay right now. <sighs> just like. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. I, yeah. I have another topic right, okay. that I want to talk about. I'm going to make a. Uh, I'm going to make a decree. I'm going to make a, a declaration here. Okay, so I'm going to steal it. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> um, today is our Independence Day. Oh, there we go. Oh, Bill Pullman. Uh, I love him. At least he uh, returned for the sequel. <laughs> oh, that's right. He yeah. did. That was, that was, I don't know, the, the whole killing off Will Smith in Independence Day. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I understand he wasn't coming back for it, so you got to move forward. But honestly, like, why'd you, why? Eh, it was like a fuck you to him, I guess. Because he wanted more but money. But fuck you to him. Yeah. He's the one that made that movie. I know. but there, he wa- You wouldn't have had a sequel without him in the first one. Yeah. But he demanded way more, like, hey. We'll give you this money. And he's like, nah. Yeah. And he's but like, okay. Think about had they offered him the amount of money that he would have gone for. Think of how much bigger that movie would have been. Could have been. Yeah. It could have been another huge blockbuster. First of all, the story would have been way different. Yeah. It wouldn't have been a piece of shit. Like it was a it was a big enough turd. I don't remember what happened. I liked it. They the I watched sci- it. The scientists came back too. Like all these side people that you forgot about. Right. Like Right. Oh, okay. But if you would have gotten the whole yeah. gang back together. True. God, that would have been cool. Randy Quaid. Anyway. <laughs> no, well, he wasn't coming back. Uh, you never know. Shitter's full. <laughs> uh, so here is my here's my statement I want to make. When there is a meme that comes out. Yes. Like Bernie Sanders mm. and his mittens. Mittens. You have, from the time of the first meme... You have 24 hours to come up with a meme of that same image. Yeah. Okay? Like, people were putting him in everywhere. 24 hours. That's the cutoff. After that, nope. You missed it. You missed the opportunity. What Whatever happened within those 24 hours, I'll allow it. Gold. <laughs> After that, it's too much. Like, the, 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 the 24-hour period. That's all you get. Because you keep scrolling, you go, I get it. I get it's, it. And, and it's done. And it's done. If if you miss the boat, just own own it mm-hmm. like some somebody else's shit. If you can't get it figured out within 24 hours, don't bother. Yeah, because then it's old news. Because now I'm seeing on Instagram and everywhere, 
it's getting it's getting stretched, mm-hmm. stretched a little too far. Bands are putting them in, putting him in their their photos, whether it be album covers or something like that. And I know I should first day. Yeah. REM had one. REM. Well, well, they they had three that I'm Beastie guessing. Boys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that was within 24 hours. Yeah, that was acceptable. Now, they keep showing up in accounts that were like just I don't know lazy, could be or slow. And uh, I and it could I, be a thing where like Reddit posted it within a timely manner, and then somebody took it and then put it on their Facebook page yeah. a week later. Uh, yeah. It's it's too late. It's too late. Okay. Yeah. By the you have up until the time Bernie Sanders makes a sweatshirt out of it. Noon the next day. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Right. That was great. That was perfect it was for great. him to do. And then and then to donate all the proceeds to Meals That's on awesome. Wheels in Vermont. It's yeah. like, all right, you capitalize on it, buddy. That's very cool. Yeah. That but was yeah, fun. You, you get twenty four hours when there's a brand new meme. Let's say there's a new hip show, like what would happen with Game of Thrones. Something would happen in the show that would then become a meme. 24 hours. You have 24 hours to hop on this bandwagon. After that, let it go. Mm-hmm. Like, I, well, I, I, after, yeah, I, I don't give a shit what you're yeah. going to do with it. Mm-hmm. All, all the best stuff has already happened. Mm-hmm. Like, I saw one today. They were making his mouth move and he was singing like some uh, shanty or something. And it's too late. I'm sorry. I like. You missed it. Some that became animated GIFs, you know? You just said GIF. Or GIF. What is it? It's GIF. Is it? Uh, yeah. Who cares? Um, so <laughs> I don't know anymore. I'm an elder millennial, man. You're not as old as... You're not an elder millennial. Shh, I'm a millennial. I'm, All right. Don't worry about it. I'm like the oldest one. All right. Okay. If you want to claim that. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, there's... Yeah, is it... GIF, GIF? It's, it's GIF. Okay, but some, yeah. some people are like, oh, it's actually pronounced with a J, even though it's a G. It's not. Those like, people are liars. All right. Those are the ones that are putting you know, out the, memes yeah. after 48 hours. Uh, <laughs> so there's one where it's it's animated, and it's a guy that has like a camping chair, and then he folds it out, and Bernie's already sitting in it. So that was kind of creative. Um, that was just funny to me that like you, you took the time. But here's the thing. It's not as, it's not as cool. It's not as novel. When you've had 36 hours to think about no. what you're going to do no. and then put something together. And then the other one. Yeah, there was that one. And then the other one was like the uh, I love the one where it's, uh, you know, we all know this meme. It's the one of the Orange County choppers, the motorcycle guys and his oh, dad right, and pointing and, and yelling, pointing yeah. and yelling. I want another cat. Yeah. It's like <laughs> you can't post Bernie fixtures anymore. And so like there's a part where he actually throws a chair. Yeah. But that chair actually has Bernie in it. So I'm like, <laughs> all right, that's OK. That's good. That's was that good. within 24 hours? It or? wasn't. But I thought. But, but like, I mean, OK, it was furthering my point, though. Yeah. So I'm going to allow that one. You have to get creative. It's like writing a joke, but you're taking too long to write it yeah. almost, you know? Yep. You're like, yeah, I get, okay, you have the best punchline, but it's also a week later. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. Instead of like, get it, go. <sighs> but Bernie Mittens, that lady's like, nope, not making it anymore. <laughs> but I love the crochet she, Bernie. She could have charged so much $1,000 for a set. So she did less some, work. And somebody out there would have paid for it. Yeah. Absolutely. Do less work for more money. Yeah. Like, you know. But somebody did. I loved that somebody crocheted 
Bernie within like 24 hours. Oh, yeah, that happened the, real fast. The very next day, it was like somebody, like, he was crocheted and he was just sitting like, I want that. Bernie is fucking. I would put him up on my shelf at work. He's something. my boy, Blue. Right? Absolutely. Uh, that would have been great. Uh, hey, Echo, what's a millennial? According to Wikipedia, millennials, also known as Generation Y, are the demographic cohort following Generation X and preceding Generation Z researchers and popular media use the early 1980s as starting birth years and the mid-1990s to early 2000s as the ending birth early years, 1980s. with 1981 to 1996 being a widely accepted defining range for the generation. Mid? I'm probably mid. <laughs> you are mid. All right. You are not an elder millennial. No, but whatever. I feel that, I get. I <laughs> hate to break it to him, and I know he's listening. Paul, you're a millennial. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you know. I had a friend younger than me that was bitching about millennials. <laughs> like like this was this was in a text a while ago. <laughs> he's just straight up bitching about him. I'm like, bro. You're in that bracket. You know you are a millennial. No, there's got to be another term. No. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay, so we got Generation Z, which is the next. Crap, what's that one? Does that. Echo, what is Generation Z? We're about to find out. According to Wikipedia, Generation Z, colloquially known as Zoomers, is the demographic cohort succeeding millennials and preceding Generation Alpha. Researchers and popular media use the mid to late 1990s as starting birth years and the early 2010s as ending birth years. Okay. Most members of Generation Z are the children of Generation X, but some are children of millennials. Yeah. You know, sometimes I wish that Echo would stop and listen to me instead of just keep talking. So like, ask for my opinion. Right. So that would involve uh, your kids, I guess, uh, mid like 95 to 2010. Almost that would that Kara. would be Kara. It'd be Kara. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm just curious to just kind of look down the tube. It and is see, a like, it's a wide gap. It is exactly. And I'm I like I'm okay with it because none of it matters. But it would make more sense instead of classifying it that way that they would do it per decade. Maybe that's right. Yeah, that's probably a better. Way. That would tighten it up. Yeah, a little bit. You kind of know where you're at. Yeah, and then you'd know like, oh well, my my kids are this, you know, or that. It would uh, it would be way less confusing, huh. right? Because yeah. I don't know. I'm always curious to see. You know, all we know is the boomers and gen the generations ahead of us, mm-hmm. and it's always interesting to see. Like, uh, I wonder what they're gonna bitch about to us. You know, because like I think there's this thing where we bitch to boomers because boomers had it. I mean, they had an okay upbringing where they didn't like they could afford college, yeah. you know, and that's a big thing. And then you get that like, must have been rough. It's kind of a balance because there's people who you know are on the side of trying to help millennials afford college or you know or education. Um, but then there's the other side of it. Well, I I paid for it. You should be able to pay for it. You yeah, know, that kind of thing. So I don't know. I wonder what we're doing now that's going to affect you know, the next generation that they're going to be like, ah, you fucking millennials. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so I, I don't know what that is, but I'm curious to... <laughs> I don't yeah, know. <laughs> I don't know. But I can say, although I'm getting older and uh, there's some shitty things to be said about that, I love the fact that I was alive in the 80s. I There's yeah. so many things that I love about the 80s. And I, I feel like... They, the things that happened in the 80s and the music and the movies and all of that, they're, correct me if I'm wrong, but universally loved, 
Am I right? I'd say so, yeah. More so than the shitty 70s. Am I right? 70s was all over the place. <laughs> I'm very bitter. I don't like 70s music. I don't like 70s movies. I, I like two mm-hmm. <laughs> from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say Smokey and the Bandit. Mm-hmm. I like. And I think maybe the movie uh, Silver Streak. Young came out in the same. Okay. 75. All right. I'm going to be generous. <laughs> I'm going to be generous. And I'm going to say I like 15 movies from the <laughs> 70s. Okay. That's fair. That's because fair. you're going to have The Shining in there. Yeah. You're going to have Star Wars. Don't. Yeah. Don't be fucking weird, listeners. Late. I know that Star Wars came out in the 70s. Yeah. Okay. I'm well, uh, May 25th, 1977. Yep. Okay. So 15 <laughs> movies from the 70s. You know how That's many it. movies from the 80s I like? Uh, too many. 1,542. <laughs> yeah, see? Mm-hmm. Adds up quick. You know? <laughs> That's it's right. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, man. It's just interesting. I hate it. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I went out, like, CDs had become a thing. They They hadn't been a thing for long. They were kind of expensive, but I started getting some CDs here and there. And I bought... I had a lot of 80s music and I had, you know, I had contemporary like 90s stuff as well, like my Alanis Morissette and whatever. But I decided I was going to buy this double CD of 70s music because it had a couple of big hits in it. It had like Slow Ride. It had um, the song by, uh, what was it? Yes. Uh, Owner of a Lonely Heart. Mm-hmm. And like I knew these songs. I just hated it. I, I bought the album, and it, it was supposed to be all hits, and I couldn't stand most of them. Uh, <laughs> just like, and it wasn't even yeah. any, it wasn't any disco. It was like the, it was like, uh, yeah, b- borderline, like, uh, like too much Southern rock. Mm, you know, yeah. we, and we've talked about this before, yeah. how much I can't stand like Southern. Skinnerd or something like, like that. I just can't like, do uh, it. I can't do it. Yeah. I really, at karaoke, I really want to tell people that I don't have Leonard Skinner. But they know that I'm lying mm-hmm. because everybody has Leonard Skinner. Right. I just can't. I can't get into That's it. That's how you know who the Woo Girls are at the bar. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime Sweet Home Alabama a comes certain up. a certain kind of Woo Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's how you know you weed it out. It Indeed. Like, mm. uh, I did my fair amount of singing this weekend, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I didn't cash out my voice or anything. Good. Cash so, me outside. How about that? Cash me outside. <laughs> how about you? Uh, cash me after this commercial. All right. Right. Oh, I forgot. We got to pay some bills. We do have to pay some bills. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, oh, wait. Here it is. It's coming. Hold on. Uh-huh. It's coming. Uh, are you ready? Okay. Oh, don't you dare. <laughs> That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, my my thing wasn't wasn't plugged in. It like it wasn't good to go. But now it is. So commercial time. Uh, sometimes we're not that professional. No. So. Never. Oh. Welcome back. <laughs> You know, this crowd, they're just so generous. And what's so interesting is that we have different people in here all the time. Yeah. And uh, the the length of the applause is the same. Yeah. So thank it's you impressive. for that. It's impressive. Um, Dave Chappelle got corona, I read. And he I was hanging out with did Elon. did not know that. He was hanging out with Elon Musk and Joe Rogan, and they did not test positive for it. But wow. I just saw an article. It was just very basic. Just he has corona. That's it. He's been doing some shows in Austin. Wow. That's it. Yeah, 
That's it. So uh, like Instagram it shows Dave Chappelle How with did Joe I Rogan. Miss this? It was just this like this morning or something. Like it, it was very recent. Wow. Yeah. So like on Instagram, it was like a picture of, you know, Dave Chappelle, Joe Rogan, Elon Musk, mm-hmm. and some other chick with them too. But none no one else. No one else yeah. tested positive. It's like shit. Wow. So anyway, that's a thing. That sucks. Yeah. Well, I hope I he seems healthy. Yeah, you know. Except for the smoking. Yeah. <laughs> other than that, he's very healthy. Uh, I should have <laughs> Part of me is like, I should have picked up. I was married at the time, so maybe I would have heard an earful. But if I was single, when uh, I went to his show at uh, uh, CY Stevens when I was front row, right? He smoked a cigarette. Well, I mean, he does that, you know. But by the end of a show, you know, I was able to shake hands with him before he left. And I was within arm's length away from picking up a cigarette butt that. Ooh, you could have had Chappelle DNA. Mm-hmm. It's a little weird, but I'll allow it. I was about to do it, but then I'm like, I think I might get an earful, so I'm going to... St- well, <laughs> dude is like a comedy god now. Yeah, I wasn't going to sell it or anything, but it'd be the story of like, yeah, it's a cigarette butt. You know? <laughs> I, you know, if it, if it was anybody else, I'd say it would be too weird. Yeah. But for Dave Chappelle, I mean, that's his thing. Yeah. You know, he's on stage. And a lot of times it's a jumper yeah. of some sort. And him, the microphone, and the cigarette. Yeah. So I'm going to give you that one. That would have been really yeah. cool. And just like. You look, should have taken it. Hey, man. Well, if I was single, I probably would have. But. I mean, <laughs> let's fast forward a bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Had you known the outcome, you would have you would have just gone <laughs> for like, it. Uh, You're like, what are you going to do? Divorce me? Right. Too real. But then it would have turned into something like. <laughs> You know, <laughs> hey, I had a cigarette, but where is it? I don't know. Lost it. It's like she yeah. took it. Boot, right? <laughs> In the divorce. Ah, <laughs> it's framed. <laughs> oh lord. So there's that. I know. mean, fuck yeah. You could totally frame. There people have framed far more <laughs> shitty yeah. things, like Cheetos that look like people. Yeah, you know, sell Dude, it on eBay. Get a get a picture <laughs> of him. Like contact one oh. of the newspapers and somebody that took a a promotional photo or whatever, and then have the cigarette underneath. Make a little fake Ooh. thing of smoke out of like wow. cotton balls. I don't know. Yes, that would be great. <laughs> you so could anyway, have gotten crafty. That's a story that almost happened. I guess. Oh anyway. man. <laughs> you know, we went and saw him. What was it, a year ago? January. Oh, actually. Was that a year ago? I think it was January 28th. I have the ticket in my pocket still. Yeah. Joe has there it is. one of the thickest wallets. Yeah, it's the George Costanza wallet. Um, this was the last show I went to live, and it was with you. Yeah. It was January 28th, 2020 at 8 p.m. Wow. And it had uh, Don Donnell Rawlings open yeah. and Michelle Wolf. Yep. And maybe one other person, but I'm just like And we had no idea. Yeah, no idea. That they were gonna be there. And I had two beers and I like phew, cracked open the door and I was like looking at you go, Michelle fucking wolf. And you're like yeah. nodding like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right? It's like This is happening. I'm like I just I've always wanted to see her and I never and then phew, hello, she's right there. <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah. The whole incorporating Andrew Yang into it was a little forced. And you could tell that they didn't really know how to do it well. You know what I mean? Just bring him in in, the, in, end, in the yeah. show, which well, that was which weird. made the it made the end of the show just kind of fizzle out instead of yeah. end end on a on a boom. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which is fine. I get it. I know he supported him. I mean, dude wanted to give us. We were talking about this earlier. Yeah. He wanted to give us a thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and look what's happening now with the stimulus. Mm-hmm. Are, are are we yeah. that far off? Right. And he was young. 
he had new and fresh ideas. Mm-hmm. I met the dude. I've met him too. Yeah. yeah. He was on Joe Rogan's podcast at one point. And it was like he brought up some good points. I'm not and- saying he is the best for the country, but he was worth a try. Move the needle a little Absolutely. bit. Absolutely. But yeah. yeah, it was interesting because like we walked up and you know, if you've ever been to CY Stevens, you you know exactly where the back door is, yeah. where the artists come in or whatever. And automatically there's the big ass Andrew Yang bus. And we're like, hmm, interesting. And we go through and we have to go all the way to the front because we have to lock up our phones. And that's mm-hmm. the first uh that's the first place a show i've ever been to that we had to put him in that special pouch so you don't yeah that that's the first time i had to do that and so uh then there was like posts on the door that said media please enter in this door because they're having like a they had like it was all over the news like the next morning or that night because they had like a press conference in like the green room the dressing room of cy stevens where it was mm-hmm. just like a bunch of people with cameras and they brought in Andrew Yang and they brought in Dave Chappelle. Like, hey man, this is who I'm supporting, all right? I mean, this is kind of- well, yeah, it was kind of up he was kind of sitting on a counter yeah, of sorts right. in front of the, the in front of the mirrors. Kind of thing. But yeah. then there was a whole other thing that they filmed at Morning Bell. That's right. That's right. Man. And I actually went to Morning Bell not too long ago, and it was like right on the opposite end of like the uh uh you know, I went in and I ordered something. I'm like, ah, Dave Chappelle. She's like, yeah, I know, right? Like, she's heard that a hundred times. And I'm like, this is the window, right on the other side of the window where all these coffee bean bags are, was right where Chappelle was. They were sitting in there. And then I know someone who, well, I don't personally know someone, but I liked them because they, they updated their profile picture with them and Dave Chappelle because they were a barista. So oh, wow. Being, here's that picture of an arm around Dave Chappelle. I'm like, that, I, yeah, I'm pretty jealous. Yeah. Of that. Yeah. Man, <laughs> the, the, the chance to get to, to get to meet him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was still cool seeing the show. Exactly. I mean, it was I just like, love that what's show. he got to say? And it was a fun show. Uh, and then we had some more to it. You know, it was really fun because comparing it to the other show, like, I mean, even, um, I, you know, I highly suggest going to see comics multiple times because you get to see their voice change. You get to see the show change. Some people like Seinfeld, he's very consistent. So, you know, go see him if you want to, but you know, he's incredibly consistent. What, yeah. What's different is like, for example, uh, Dan Cook, I've seen him three times. Each show oh, was yeah, three now. Yeah. Each show was different. So two shows were arena shows when he was like at his top fame, you know? So I saw, saw him in like Minneapolis in 20, mm, 2007. Yeah. And it was just, there was no opener and they, you know, started the show and he came out and did his time, and that was fun. And then Des Moines, about two, uh, seven, uh, three, three years later, 2010, came to Des Moines, but he brought three openers, Ben Glebe, Chris Army, and one other guy. Can't think of his name. Uh, so they all did some time and then brought out Dane Cook. And then he's like, thanks, guys. I'm, I'm going to bring out my buddies. And then they came wow. and they all four did a bit, you know, with like guitars and sang songs. So it was like a similar show format, but it was expanded, you know. And then fast forward to like theater shows. We saw him and he had one opener and then it was Dane Cook. And it was just fun to mm-hmm. see him right there. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. holy shit. This is one of the like he's armed. One, we got to meet him, but two, to watch the show when he's arm's length away, sitting on the stage. No, that was really cool. It was just like, holy shit. Anyway. Yeah. But, and to uh, see how he had evol- evolved yeah. and grown 
kind of as a comic. Yeah. And, you know, he he would still touch on certain things, but he's definitely not telling the same jokes that he used no. to. And we're in a much yeah. different climate. I think he wants to be comics. Yeah, I think he wants to be Carlin. I think he's yeah. morphing into George Carlin. I get that. I was so used to him being 2005 Dane Cook of just the jabby. <laughs> anyway, so. You know, I. <sighs> oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. So, you know, Dave Chappelle, first time I saw him, it was one opener and then him. This time it was two, three openers, him, Andrew Yang. It was just like, it was fun to go see the difference of it. But yeah. I think that we are still at least a year away from big venues yeah you know what i mean like i haven't i haven't even heard what has anything happened with the the rogan show i haven't i i that was on my mind not too long ago yeah you guys we had tickets to see rogan when was it in des moines in like october October, right so then it got postponed yeah and then but they i believe they set a date but then they took it away right yes and then they said august of 2021 So it's this year, so we just got to kind of... But in that venue, though, with that... Because they haven't changed the seating. Uh -uh. So you're going to be right next to... It's not happening. I I just don't see it happening. Uh, You know what I mean? Yeah. And I can't wait to go. But even on his podcast, because he will announce stuff on his podcast before we hear anything from fucking Ticketmaster or anybody. But I just... I don't see how it's going to happen. I don't know. Yeah. And that's the thing is maybe uh, I've heard something in the news about uh, Corona maybe spreading a little bit more in mm. the next coming months. And I just kind of I didn't read the article, it's but it's literally was like, the worst that it's ever been right now. Yeah. Right. I don't know. But I mean, vaccinations are rolling out. I'm not sure how many which, people are getting it. Which is good. Yeah. But I but I believe that the numbers right now, like we're having more people die per day mm-hmm. than we ever have mm-hmm. but like it kind of made sense because if you think about it where we're at right now mid late january mm-hmm. fast forward about two months we're already spring break mm-hmm. okay so we're at that one year mark for around here <laughs> where it's do you remember last spring break and all the people that still would <laughs> You just heard stories. I mean, it's not funny, but it is. The the people that like went down to Daytona Beach. Oh yeah, and yeah. shit. And and, then, and they're like, care, the, yeah, there was news coverage yeah. of them. Oh, I don't care if, if I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Yeah, it and like, you did. Mm, yeah, that kid. <laughs> Sorry, came out I didn't mean to interrupt you, but yeah. that was the, the most ridiculous shit. Yeah, I for, I forgot that that's almost a year ago. So I would imagine, like you know, fast forward two months, we're in March. And then that's where people are going to start getting antsy and wanting yeah. to travel again because it's starting to become, you know, you know, think of Easter. The really, you know, people yeah. are going to want to get together for Easter with their families, maybe. Or are we know? all getting used to being shut-ins? Yeah, and it's just kind of like I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know how many vaccinations are being rolled out. I'm fortunate that I'm half vaccinated right now, but. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe in the incoming months that could change. I don't know. And mm-hmm. we have to keep looking at the numbers. I want to you suck know. your blood. Right. I don't, maybe that, I don't know. Does that, Does that work? <laughs> like, oh, now I got hepatitis and. Like, no vampires have coronavirus. <laughs> See? I mean, even though it came from a fucking bat. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> That's a good How'd point. That happened? How'd That's that happen? That's a good point. Boo. <laughs> too real no but uh you know one of the first movies we watched together after this all unfolded in the very beginning was contagion 
right? Yeah. And then I just, I realized recently someone called into the radio station I listened to and they said like, dude, I am legend takes place in 2012 and Mm -hmm. there's cancer that's going around. Someone's trying to come up with a vaccine to cure cancer, but the vaccine is making people into zombies and killing. Like if you're dead, you're dead. If not, then you turn into a zombie. So then it's just like this New York wasteland of like, yeah, which was a cool movie. Yeah. And a couple things about that movie. First thing was that it had the, the poster advertisement in times square for Batman V Superman. Which ended up actually happening, which was kind of interesting. I think the year was wrong, but uh, um, if I remember right. It was supposed to take place in 2012, but it came out in earlier, of course. I'm not sure what year it came out. Uh, the the Batman v Super- Superman? It, I it came, it, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. But they had a, like a promo poster okay. in Times Square of that movie that didn't even exist yet. <laughs> which was which was crazy. I need to go back. And, watch uh, that. and second thing, once we dive into the actual movie itself and insert ourselves in that into that universe, yes, they were kind of uh, zombies, but they could still love. Oh, see, see? it makes a difference. Uh, <laughs> love conquers all. I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a tattoo of that. Re- remember that one? You should yeah. you put it on your thigh. Like, hey. <laughs> Hey, my doctor wouldn't see it. He wouldn't know. That's true. You never know. I need to go in. I I keep talking about getting stuff done here, but I just need to go someplace. I don't want to go back to the place in Ames to fix my tattoo because they're the ones that fucked it up in the first place. Mm -hmm. I want somebody that is professional and good and I'm okay paying whatever. I just want it to look the way that I want. And I would go into more detail about this, but since there's no visual here yet... Uh, I'm I'm not going to, but I'm I'm so antsy because every day I look at it and I'm like, God, I just want it fixed. Like son of a bitch. You know? <laughs> and the thing is, I think if if any rando was to see it, they wouldn't know. Yeah. What's driving me crazy? But about when you're it. living with it, and but it's I right know. there. Like exactly. I love my Foo Fighters tattoo, but you know, there's a couple places. You got to touch some shit up. Yeah, it looks a little thinner. In other places, as far as the line, you know what would be kind of cool to do with that line? Yeah, I'm gonna keep talking about visual shit that nobody can see. Nice haircut. You know what would be cool to do with that is to kind of turn it into kind of like a wavelength. Oh, that could like if there was one of their songs that you liked that we could take the like a screenshot of the wavelength and they could put that around the circle. Ah, that'd be kind of wouldn't that be neat? Yeah, because it wouldn't have to be too intense Mm -hmm. or anything, but it would kind of go around it add and it more. would add add a little more depth to yeah. it. Yeah, that would be cool. What were we talking about? I forget. I am legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vaccinations, tattoos. Um, that was a cool movie. I enjoyed that movie. I need to go back to it. It I would guess. be it would be worth a a rewatch. I, I remember... think Oh yeah, cuz they had the two different endings. Oh. They had the one where spoilers, spoiler alert, <laughs> the one where Will Smith died and then one where he lived. Are you talking like the DVD or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you know that? That there was two different endings? <sighs> no. Because I think did. the one in the theater, he died. Hmm. Okay. If I'm remembering correctly. It's and been I forever. and I always do. Uh, we, we know right? this. <laughs> but then there was one where he totally lived mm-hmm. and like went with them to this place that was supposed to be like a safe haven mm-hmm. for people or whatever. Yeah. Or some cure. I, I don't know. I forget. But yeah, there was two endings, and I remember thinking, which is why I'm thinking that the one they didn't use was the one where Will Smith survived, because I remember saying, why the fuck didn't they use that one hmm. in the theater? 
Hmm. Like, why does he have to sacrifice himself? Fuck so, you. Yeah. Um, a buddy of mine at the time was living in Minneapolis. I graduated high school from him uh, with him. Um, and he said that they watched it because it came out like maybe a year or two after we graduated high school. Yeah. And uh, I remember there being like a high pitched noise in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's B. I don't know from what, but I remember that being a thing. And uh, it was just like this really high pitched. Was that beep. the the alarm? It could have been that went off. Yeah. Yeah. Something along those lines. And he's like, yeah, we made the mistake of like, you know, we drank a lot last night and uh, we made the mistake of the next morning popping in that movie and then like, Bee! and like everyone's got a hangover. Like, God damn it. Why? Yeah. Uh, I'm just like, God, good choice. Good choice. Yikes. <laughs> the I Am Legend Hangover Cure. Uh, That's what that was. That, that'd be worth a rewatch. That'd be cool. Yeah. It's been a minute since I watched it because the, the lady and the kids show up and then they're watching Shrek. Yeah, and he hasn't been around that's people. That's right. That's right. In fucking forever, oh, he had that. Uh, that's right. Um, that lady playing Shrek. Uh, they show the sound system, and it's the same sound system I had in college. Oh, funny. Which are the exact same speakers that are at timeout in the corner. Ah, yeah. So I'm like, wait, perfect. That's my Panasonic right there. I was like, Dick, <laughs> <laughs> I know that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I remember that. That was great. I mean, although, although. Yes, he did have his entire house like decked out and and rigged up so you know he would he would push something and it would lower these metal coverings over all That's the windows right. Right. for for nighttime. But if you had your choice of living anywhere in New York, like the entire city was open to you. Granted, he was across the street from a, a really cool park, but. I mean, you could have lived anywhere, Will Smith. He had the video store. He would talk to mannequins. That's true. And just yeah. like, he was kind of hitting on her. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, hmm. It didn't end well for that. Right. That That's mannequin. even a dated thing now. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't know. Maybe we'd have to tell our kids mannequins like, or video stores. The video stores. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess if everything got knocked out, you couldn't stream anything. Yeah. Be like, I guess we're gonna go to the only blockbuster left. And At try. least the, the one, the one thing about that universe that was all right is that, like during the day, you could do whatever you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You just had to be a shut in at night, and mm-hmm. just be careful about you. I feel like I could survive. Kind of like the purge. Where it's yeah. Like, oh boy, twelve hours. Here we go. The purge. They could have done a lot more with those movies. Am I right? I felt it was pretty repetitive. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It was the first one was interesting yeah it was novel it's the new one and then they it was kind of like i dare i say it's kind of like the saw movies but i i as weird as it is for me to say this out loud i respect the saw movies more Mm -hmm. than i do the purge movies yeah i think so but saw they would try to they would try to push it a little bit further you know Mm -hmm. and step it up in each movie, which yeah. makes sense. You want to do yeah. that. And bring some more plot to it. Yeah. So you're like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, The Purge, yeah, once you had done it once. It's hard like, to redo. Yeah. Uh, the only thing you can really do is get more uh, gruesome. Mm-hmm. And that's not going to sell a movie, mm-hmm. really. And I think, uh, yeah, and then that kind of spurred those fun movies that, you know, were all about death or whatever. Um, I don't even know if it, which one... It was like that corporate movie that we watched a while ago, a long time ago, and it's got oh yeah, you know the guy from Scrubs in it, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. whole bunch of famous people. Uh, so what what was the name of that movie? Yeah. And this whole like 
Oh, it was the something experiment. Yes. What was it? It was the uh the um wait, was it the Belco experiment? Yes, that's it. That's it. Okay. So in this movie, everyone. Like, oh my god. They and this <laughs> this movie kind of flew under the radar. Yeah. But these people were hired, right? Uh, like or this new guy was hired. Yeah. Right? And so he got a he got a job at this building that's kind of out in the middle of nowhere and other people are already there. But then I hope I'm not screwing this up. But then like something happens and they like it's almost like the corporation decided that this this was their experiment. Yeah. And so they close like they block off all the windows and doors. So everybody's stuck in there. Mm-hmm. And then what was the what, what was the ultimatum? I forget that, but that I just something re- something had to happen. Yeah. Oh, it was like you have to kill one person an hour, otherwise we'll kill five or something. Oh, like, yeah, or kill everyone yeah, or something. Something along the lines yeah. of that. Like, and so, so you have everybody to started turning against each yeah. other, although they wanted to have alliances. As far as B movies, because that's what I would consider yeah. it, as far as that those are concerned. This one was pretty solid. It was. It, I well, enjoyed like, it. I think what made it was all the famous people in it. Yeah, and I think it would still be good, uh, even if it was like kind of no name people. Yeah, you know. But it just kind of that's why I I hit play on it because yeah. I'm like, oh, that's the guy from Scrubs. That's this person. That's that and person. Yeah. That and you didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, because when it comes to a movie like that, it could go in any direction. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was a freaky one. But it was like, all right, all right, I like it. Because it would have been a good one for Halloween, but we yeah. watched it before Halloween. And it's a standalone movie. It's not like they're gonna make seven sequels out of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, let's just watch it for fun. So I don't I don't know if that's available <laughs> anywhere, but that's the the Belco, Belco. experiment. Experience, Experience? experiment. Experiment. Not Sergeant Bilko. Uh, that is a much <laughs> different movie. Uh. <laughs> but right. that one was one of my favorites that growing up. Yeah. I... <laughs> Here we follow all standards and practice and lights a match on the no smoking side. I actually watched that uh, recently when. Uh, this is a Steve Martin yeah, movie for anybody was, that doesn't know. It was early spring, like right after I got diagnosed. I just like was diving into all the comfort movies. Nice. And I'm like, I think we need to watch Sergeant Bilko. You know, Sergeant, yeah. Sergeant Bilko is. Um, it's just so funny. I think it was on TV and dad and I were just hooting and howling. <laughs> I, I, you know, I feel like Steve Martin's been doing stuff for so long. It's hard to pinpoint when he was at his prime. But for me as a fan, I, I, it barely gets better than that movie. There's that there's, uh, what, Roxanne rocks. Yeah. Roxanne's great. Roxanne. Yeah. Like there was a time, like my LA dad story is a great movie. Yeah. Um, I don't know when Roxanne came out, Roxanne. but, uh, that was about shit. I was probably late high school okay. when, when dad started like renting all the Steve Martin movies nice. and he was like, all right, there was a time where Steve Martin was like the most famous movie star in Hollywood. Like yeah. he wasn't, he was like in a movie all the time, uh-huh. you know? And so we watched Roxanne, we watched the, and he even like backed it up. Like, you need to watch this scene, like pay attention. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know? And, and like all, thank the, you dad, all the funny shit. Like Roxanne had a part where like, house he was trying to get into was locked but mm-hmm. somehow he like made it to the roof by going mm-hmm. around back and all of a sudden he was on the roof and you're like what it just, <laughs> it just didn't make sense I, it was I feel like they kind of got capped 
with the Father of the Bride yes, yeah. movies. But then it would have been after that that he did Cheaper by the Dozen. Uh-huh. And that was getting into more family-friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, not that Father of the Bride wasn't family-friendly, but it was still... It was safe. Yeah. It was safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was, like, something with Queen Latifah in the mix there. Yeah, And then he did Pink Panther. I never saw Pink Panther. I never did either. <laughs> I was like... I, I know nothing about the movies of Pink Panther, mm-hmm. but as a kid, I would watch the shit out of those Pink Panther cartoons. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but they were almost like hypnotizing yeah. to me. You know, he was like this sly kind of And it was it was character. the same music on repeat. Yeah. And then like repeat. It was almost it was basically the Cheeto mascot, but pink. I I don't know why I liked it. I, I liked but, it too, but, but they, I were, haven't... they were just great cartoons. Like yeah. I I would just sit there and I could watch them all back to back. And I just found them so entertaining for mm-hmm. some reason. And I don't they're in hindsight, they're incredibly slow. Like there's yeah. not a lot happening. And that's kind of the nature of the the character. And I know that the Pink Panther movies, because they were a thing in the UK first. Hmm, no, right? Sure. Were they not? I don't know. And then they did one here with Steve Martin, right? Yeah, like they made one in like twenty eh, ten or something like that. How was John Cleese involved in Pink Panther? Uh, money, <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, Echo, what was the first Pink Panther movie? This is what I need to know. Here's something I found on the web, according to Wikipedia.org. Trail of the Pink Panther, nineteen eighty two, was the first Pink Panther film made after Peter Sellers' death in nineteen eighty. Peter Sellers mm. did. Why am I thinking that John Cleese was involved? He was. Was he? Yeah, probably the Steve Martin was. Oh, okay. You know? Okay. See, that's the problem. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about shit I haven't seen. And then John Cleese is also in James Bond. There's your problem. As like the replacement right. for Q, yeah. you know? Yeah, Just yeah. Like, what are you going to do? I, yeah. I enjoyed it. I cannot wait to see the new James Bond movie. <sighs> I was so close. I was uh, so excited because it was going to come out in April, Mm -hmm. and then I get diagnosed with cancer, and then they shelve the movie. (coughs) I heard they did that because you were diagnosed with cancer. They're like, good job, Joe. You ruined it for the rest of us. (laughs) (laughs) And then they said uh, April 2021 is when it's going to come out. And so I was watching. uh, Do you think it's still, or are they going to push it back again? I think, well, shoot. It's hard with those because, you know, there's certain movie studios now that are doing the HBO Max deal. Right. They, uh, who knows? I mean, they want to get a big-ass audience for it. Now, I was on the radio. I was not on the radio. I was listening to the radio. <laughs> and, um, You're on the radio right now. I'm on the sorta. radio. There you go. Um, and they said, dude, 2021 is going to be great for movies because all yeah. these movies from 2020 got pushed. Whether or not it's actually in a theater or it's on, like, demand, we're going to have all the movies I wanted to see. Uh-huh. James Bond. Fast and Furious, like all these baller movies that I almost got to see. I, okay, let's dive into movies for a second, and then we're going to get the fuck out of here, because we have a movie to watch. That's what I'm saying. There you go. We watched, uh, I'm going to get to that other thing here in a second. We watched the uh, prop culture episodes for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. It was great. Rick Moranis Mm -hmm. showed up in it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. We we watched that this morning for, Ooh, okay. for our breakfast. 
Um, fucking great. And I really need Rick Moranis to get back in movies. So if he's listening, please do it. And uh, what was the other one that we watched together? We Pirates watched of the Caribbean. Pirates of the Caribbean. And that is uh, potentially the movie that we're watching tonight. Yeah. Because apparently my son who I believe watched it a year and a half ago, does not remember watching yeah. it. So I'm okay watching that one. Last night starting Honey, I Shrunk the Kid. At least yeah. I got what I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Which was I, great. I wish I would have watched the rest of it. It was it was good. I talked to Becky after I went to work. So we started watching the movie. Then I took I took Joe home, and then I went to work. And then uh, I, got a, I texted uh, Becky later and said, how did they like the rest of the movie? She said it was good. But we had a little trouble when uh, Auntie, the aunt in the movie, was killed and died. And I forgot about that. Wait. That that was in the movie. So they end up meeting this aunt who the the younger of the the neighbor kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the the younger boy that's kind of a POS the whole movie. (laughs) He gets an attachment to this aunt. And and then the scorpion comes, oh, yeah. and kills the, the yeah, ant. That's right, animation, claymation kind of stuff. And uh, Sam has no shortage of empathy, and and we learn this kind of the hard way the first time at uh, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Whoa. We saw that in the movie theater, and they leave on a boat. And the 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 entire island's getting rained down on with lava from this volcano. And it shows this, I think it's a brachiosaurus that's kind of at the edge of the the dock mm-hmm. and and would have gotten on the ship or whatever, but but didn't. And um and then it just shows, you know, it doesn't show it dying, but you know it died. Yeah. And we were in the theater and he just kept crying. Oh. And it hit him hard. And ever since then, you know, we we just know that he's very sensitive about this stuff. And she said, yeah, that was not great <laughs> to deal with. Oh, I love him so much. Aww. He's such a good boy. But, um, yeah, she said that was tough, but it also didn't help that it was close to bedtime. Oh, so, he was, no. so he was tired. I so. did have the thought in my head while we were watching it. What if there was like a mashup movie with uh, what was Rick Moranis's character? Selinsky somehow yeah Wayne Selinsky yeah butt him up with Doc Brown oh yeah what could they make that would be interesting what could they do I can only imagine like ooh but but in this prop culture episode they have the original device like the the shrinking device yes but the thing is is that it had been used in in the yeah it had Mm -hmm. been used in the following two movies i think it was only two but yeah they they basically they fucked with it and so in throughout this episode at the beginning they he takes it to somebody to kind of refurbish it and put it back in the condition that it was for the original movie and then they achieve that Mm -hmm. so i'm sure at disney Studios somewhere they have it displayed because they put all this time and effort into it and that guy hosting the show i swear to god like it shows his personal collection of all these (sighs) props but like his luck where he gets on a ship for like you know 
the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, and he's like, he just finds like a fiberglass part of this cannon down on this island, and he was like, I wonder if I could take this. And the person standing next to him is like, I don't know. I guess you can. Yeah. You know, he took that home, right? You know, and then it's like he's getting on this real life ship that was used in the movie, and I have oh, the interceptor. Like, yeah. Oh, hey, we'll just you know drop it by your house. No big deal. Oh like, my god, dude, thanks. Uh, what was I? What was I gonna say? We we were we were talking movies. Yeah, uh, we were talking about uh, watching pirates. I forget. I Pirate forget what I was gonna say. Pirates really, and Larry King died too. Yeah, that's nah, sad. That's a lot of stuff. I I didn't mention this in an earlier episode. I was going to, but also Don Wells died. Don Wells, and uh, she was Marianne in Gilligan's Island. That's right. That's right. And that was sad. That was I, sad. I I I had followed her no on more fucking pies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had followed her on Facebook because she kind of had a presence out there i went as i was growing up i really liked gilligan's island and it was kind of like the pink panther yeah in that in that respect that i just loved watching it and not a lot would happen and even after the fact after the show was done and they you kind of got an an insight as to how they filmed it by visiting the studios and and whatnot there was not a big set Mm -hmm. that they had but uh, she, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed watching the stuff that she was doing on Facebook. And I knew that she was going out and doing uh, conventions. And it would have been cool to, to meet her someday. That but but uh, some time ago, a long time ago, uh, because I knew that she was on Facebook, I sent a message. And I just said, hey, I'm just a big fan. And I, I loved the show. And I just adored that character as a kid. And I, I, I'm sure I said other stuff in there, but she actually wrote back to me. Oh, and she, she said, you know, thank you for saying all the kind things, and and uh, I think in there I, had, I had mentioned something else about you know being interested if if, if um, at one point I think that there was like some autographs or whatever through her website that you could get, but the website was down oh. for some reason and. And so she mentioned something about that, but it was cool that she wrote back to me. Like, wow. And uh, and then yeah, shortly after that, she had she had passed away. Man. So that was. I don't want to end this on on, no. a, on a downer with you Larry King and all of that. that but it, I mean, it's still there, yeah. you know. And it's just kind of a kind of a bummer. But her management or whoever is still putting out some posts, so it's kind of like oh, she's yeah. still kind still around because she. I obviously, if you're not following her, you don't see it. But she had a very active presence on there mm-hmm. and that was a major bummer uh, when when i read that she had passed away but and i believe it was covid oh related. yeah even larry king's killed covid yeah like so uh, why why talk about this shit at the beginning of an episode and then we'll uh, <laughs> <I don't> wanna, <laughs> what are you gonna do i'm forgetting stuff that's like what happened in two days like, yeah uh, i know, like, I know. Yeah. it's it's just a bummer um i i enjoyed Larry King and he had I th- there's a ton of interviews out, out yeah. there I haven't watched even with people that I that I respect in all sorts of industries mm-hmm. and I haven't I just haven't seen them so maybe I need to take some time and and do that Rebuy. a lot of people were posting on Instagram about Larry King yeah and showing pictures of them with him or uh, some video footage I even saw like a, a clip of the Miss Piggy and Kermit oh, with with Larry King oh out gosh. there, and um, yeah, that is that is unfortunate. Mm. Uh, how old was he? 80? 87. 87. Yeah, my goodness. Yikes! Spikes. I know, but you know, it was bound to happen anytime. 
Well, that's how that's how humans work. Yes, yeah. thank you. For Something. That well, one. you know, it's bound to yeah. happen. You're not wrong. And yeah, he smoked forever. So there's that. That didn't help him. He had had he had had lung cancer mm-hmm. before. Um, he I, I forget what the other thing that that he had that was a that was a big thing. But, he did have a lot of ex-wives. Yeah, I'm not sure that that's that'll the age you. Death. That'll age you real quick. You're not wrong. <laughs> you know? You're not. I don't know. He kept coming out on top. Maybe that's why he kept coming up with new shows to do uh, yeah. because each one know. had it's, was entitled to a percentage of each yeah, previous like, show. Gotta keep making money. Uh, well, he actually said something along the line. Someone asked him about that. Like, why do you have so many wives? You know, and yeah. he's like. I just don't understand people who are married forever. It's like, what? Oh, so it's his doing, I guess, to get out. He's like, I don't know. I mean, I just, I get people are married forever, but I don't, I've never understood. You know, you it. don't have to get married. It's like, yeah, right? That is the thing as well. <laughs> uh, what? Give us a, a feel good story, Joe. What do you, what do you got in the chamber? You got anything? <laughs> I like your uh, stormtrooper. Well, shirt. I got some cool shoes that you bought me. That was pretty cool. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, and I'm wearing these Adidas. My Adidas. I'm like a I'm pulled. like a sugar daddy up in here. Yeah. So no, I took really the nice. I took the family out to get shoes, and I had this this gift card of sorts for uh, an undisclosed larger amount of money. And I had to spend it. So, uh, and you lucked out being there. <laughs> like, and I was going to buy them anyway, but you're like, no, 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 we got it. I'm like, what? The, the bummer okay. of that whole trip is that I couldn't find any fucking shoes that I liked, oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's hard. This might be even more depressing than Larry King being dead, wow. that I couldn't find shoes. Man, uh, oh, no. And the Packers lost, and they're not going to the Super Bowl. You know, let's talk about that for a second before we go. <laughs> At a certain point, like we have we have a friend we have a mutual friend that will not stop posting during football games of the packers and so much so that it gets to the point where i kind of hope that they lose because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just to get it over i mean is that can i say that sure is that fair just to get it over with yeah well <laughs> and not even necessarily to get it over with but i just get so <laughs> Like I, I just don't want to see all these posts, and I, and I, and I, he'll do it if it's a good thing too. Oh right, you know, and he's awesome. But it's like, oh yay, touchdown. Okay, cool. And then it's, like, but it becomes like this endless bitch fest, and he knows that I love him, and that's the way it's gonna be. But I, I just can't stand all the the constant posts. Yeah, it, like play by play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, one one every six minutes. Like, it feels like it's excessive. And so, uh, lo and behold, they lost, and um, I I felt jolly. Right, and that's <laughs> I'm it. Such a dick. Now we have until August. <laughs> so there you go. So who's going to the Super Bowl right now? It's Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. And currently it's ye old bucks. Right. Right now right? it's the Bills and Chiefs playing right now. So I don't know the score currently. Yeah. Um, but I also heard this has never happened before. Um, the Super Bowl will be held where Tampa Bay usually plays. Oh. So that's never happened before. No. Yeah. How do they dictate that? They do it years in advance. And there's like it's like the Olympics where they put in bids. So know? it is really by chance. Yeah, it really is by chance that okay. they're hosting, which, you know, rewind the Super Bowl like three, four, five years or whatever when uh, there was a chance that the Minnesota Vikings could have done it. And they uh, just... I do remember that. They just built the brand new stadium yeah. when they announced that they were going to have, you know, and it's like, I wanted that for the for the uh, Vikings. Well, I didn't. To play in their home turf. I didn't see the Super Bowl. 
there, but yeah. I did see Taylor Swift. I know. Well, there. I did. I've been going through a YouTube rabbit hole where they had the X Games there. For like oh, really? Half pipes inside U.S. Bank Stadium. Yeah, it's huge. Like half pipes and dirt and like it is a fucking big building. So if the X Games ever come back, that'd be fun to do. Yeah, Just buy tickets for I that. I barely remember the old stadium. I was there once. Was there, I was there once. I was there. Yeah, and I was there as well. And but it was a long. Long, long, long mm-hmm. time ago. I was just in college, and it was Minnesota Vikings versus the uh, Detroit Lions. And the Detroit Lions that year had zero games won. <laughs> they, mm-hmm. they didn't win a single game, which is harder to do. It's harder to do that than to It's harder to, to lose all your yes, games. Yes, <laughs> it is. Statistically, it is harder to actually come up with, how did you do it? Anyway. Oh, that's funny. And uh, I think it was like maybe the next season, or it wasn't too much longer after that, when the big... You know, they had a big snowstorm, and yeah. then, like the the uh, ceiling. Did you watch that? Just went. Poof, it's like holy shit! Would you imagine if there was a game going on mm-hmm. and just like, poof, oh my god, that's crazy. They, I wonder what the hell would have happened. I mean, like, hopefully, one, no one would get hurt, but two, would they postpone the game? <laughs> like, I, yeah. you know, like I feel like I. I mean, I remember seeing that footage, and somebody would have been hurt. Yeah, that's <laughs> just like. Ugh. No good. Yeah, you're already on ice in Minnesota. Um, I, uh, I mean, we tried to we tried to end this on a positive note. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but that was a hypothetical uh, end of a football game, mm-hmm. <laughs> right there. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, yeah, as far as right now, Tampa Bay is going, and nice. No one likes Tom Brady. So, uh, where's he? Is he on Tampa Bay? He's on Tampa Bay. Okay, he got. I tri- don't traded. know. He used sports. to be Patriots. Yeah. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. I feel like I knew that. Yeah. Because he was when they won the Super Bowl, is that several right? times. Yeah, <laughs> like and that's why. So this is the first year he's on that team. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And went to the Super, which I don't know. There's I could get into. It, I don't want to. So win. is he the reason they're going to the Super Bowl? Probably. You think? Well, like this game. You know. So was, why did the Patriots get rid of him? I don't know. Did you know? Money. Did you know that Donald Trump is starting a new political party called the Patriot Party? Okay. Did it, you know that? No. I believe that's what the name. I it's the Patriots or the the Patriot Party or something like. It can't be the Patriots because that's a football team, right? Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, it's like that's what he's been calling it, the, the Patriot, Patriot Party, Party, which boils down to PP. Oh, there it is. There it. Is. That's where we end it. That's the end of the episode. <laughs> Everything boils down to PP. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> thank you thank for you. checking in, and thank you for Joe for that fantastic ending to oh. this episode. <laughs> we will talk we'll to talk you, you soon. Thank you. Thank you guys. Bye bye. <laughs>